And then we fucking out here, cuz. I like that picture. Look at that. One, you know, one dog goes one way, one dog goes the other way. It's like someone we know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's your boy, Eric Brother Cigar. I got my man over here, Justin Dapper Cigar. And it's the Burn Down Podcast. You already know what this is. Welcome back to another great episode. Today, it's a hell of an intro, man. I fucking you like that, right? It. I fucking love it. It's, it's, it's your, your boy. boy. I gotta throw Eric. that. I gotta throw that video up somewhere. <laughs> fucking love it. Uh, you know, that's, anyway, I can't. Every time I now, every time I do an intro, that's exactly what I go to because it's, it's either that one or if I'm introducing it, I go and this is and you go. It's your boy, Eric, Eric. baby. <laughs> I, I swear, I mean, she still does it. Like, we'll be like out with our friends or like my full family or whatever. And she's like, what's going on, everybody? She does it it's on the point. Your boy. I'm like, can you stop? Stop it. Like randomly, like on just point. random, like, like we'll be on the couch. Like, <laughs> it's your boy. I'm like, oh my God. On purnt. P-U-R-N-T. I, I guess it could on be purnt. worse. It could be worse, I guess, you know. But yeah, welcome, welcome back, everybody. What's going on? What's the good word, Justin? You looking, looking good. I like that shirt. You like that? I wore this especially for you. That's a, that's a definitely a me shirt. I was up there. I was putting it on. I was buttoning it up. I'm like, Eric's gonna like this one. It is. It's maroon, dark maroon. Got the white dots. That's a very Eric type of shirt. And I, got, I feel like I should have done the intro. It's your boy, Justin. Yeah. AKA the Dapper Cigar. And I'm. Your boy. Eric. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's move past. We yeah, can go on. That's sorry. such. That's she hits it on the head. I, I, on my outfit today on I, point. I feel like I'm. A, I got the polo. I feel like I'm ready to go to the country. Club. Real men wear pink, bro. Uh, you know, this is more of like a salmon. That's color. a salmon. You know what I'm saying? A little salmon. It's my color. favorite fish. Fun fact: Dapper Cigar's favorite fish, salmon. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, I'll fuck with some salmon. I just figured that out. <coughs> Yo, you got Excuse COVID? Me, you got COVID? Rona. Rona alert. Yo, you got COVID? Son? Rona alert. I'm not six feet apart. I'm kind of concerned. Oh, okay. So let's go right because we got something good to drink and we got something good to smoke. We got some good things to talk about. Oh, yeah. So uh, what are we going to drink? You need to tell me about this because your boy over here, Eric, baby, got me this for my yeah. birthday. Yeah, baby. So a little background is we had a, my family had a surprise birthday party for me that was six months delayed. Because my birthday's in April, April 22nd to be exact, and it was my 30th birthday, and we're, my p- family was going to throw a party for me, but COVID happened, so they postponed it six months, and then just surprised me in the middle of September, I walk into my house, and there's pretty much everybody that I, I, I know, all dressed in 1920s Gatsby theme, and that's, I got my own bourbon bar, I got the jazz music playing, everything, everybody's dressed to the nines, it was fantastic, and your boy hooked me up with this, so tell them, yes. tell the viewers... And tell the listeners Thank you. about this Thank bourbon. You. So this is Larceny Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. See, I always thought it was something to do with New York. And I just, as I'm reading it now, I just realized it says Larceny. I always saw NY. Oh, Larceny. Uh. So that's a one reason why I was like, oh, it's this <laughs> New York style, like, you know, they come from New York. But now that I'm looking at it even closer and reading it, it's not from New York. But anyways, what up, though? Um, what up, though? I see this on the gram all the time, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of like the the shape of the bottle. I mean, I see it everywhere, so you know, good. I like the keyhole, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. a you know keyhole. Hello, 
Hello. 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 Anybody home? It's all about the presentation. We we are guys that like details, and um, I saw it too many times on the gram. And I said, you know what? I saw in the liquor store. I said, you know what? This is what we're gonna. How many times I'm gonna say, you know what? You know uh, what? I, we're gonna get this, or I'm gonna get this for Justin for his birthday, and we're gonna try it. And uh, so it's like a gift to me, but for you as well. Yeah, it's like you know one of those. It's like one of those gifts that you get for someone else, but you no, know, you also enjoy. You it. know, you're like, oh, Yo, you want to try? It like right you now? buy your girl like a freaking ticket to go see a show, but it's like kind of like a manly show, and you're like, oh, I got you a ticket to go see this, and it's like, it's like buying your girl lingerie. It's not a great example. It's a gift for you, but it's also a gift for me. Yeah, it's a gift for her, and it's a gift for you. So yes, this was a gift for you. Speaking of which, I've never bought my girl lingerie. I don't know if you have, but no, fun I never little have. fact. I just said it, and then I was like. Yeah, it's not something I did. So, but but it, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I said it because it made sense. Yeah. I didn't say it because I actually did it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know how this is. John E. Fitzgerald, the Larceny Kentucky Straight Bourbon, small batch, ninety-two proof. Uh, John E. Fitzgerald's weakness was fine bourbon. As a treasury agent, who at the time was only personally legally allowed to carry keys to the Rick's Rick houses, he gave into temptation, freely taken. From the barrels in each rickhouse. I guess a rickhouse has to do something with bourbon. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, those contain... Anyways. Yeah, we're going to... just fucking do it. We're going to crack the seal and we're going to try it. So, happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Oh, and, and I, I mean, I you, you forgot to mention the cigar that I gave you that you smoked. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. He gave me a... Um, uh, what was it? 2015 Opus X. Oh, shit. Yes. Um... Was it, was it a Lost City? No, it wasn't a Lost City. It was one of the more exclusive Opuses. It was... Uh, like the fear, what the hell? Forbidden X? Yeah, it was a Forbidden X 2015. That's what it was. Fire. Great. And you smoked it on that day. Oh, it was fucking fantastic. So then, for smoking today. Talking about Kentucky, talking about now, bourbon. Yeah, I'm going to let you uh, take a whiff of that bad boy because this stick rot her. I never smoked this one before. This is the Kentucky Fire Cured Flying Pig. By Drew Estate. Now, Yo. this stick, Yo. you've never had this stick. This is by far the best size, in my opinion, one. The best so- best cigar size ever? Best size for this this stick. Oh, okay. This, this, the flavor is just, it's so um, packed into this small stick. That's one. Two, fun fact about this. When you smell it, it's going to smell like a barnyard. Sick. It's instantaneous. Instant barnyard. It's such a good smell. Uh, and the way they do that is the, the leaves... This is a little little fun fact background. Listen to them. The leaves, so typically when you air they air dry tobacco leaves. Yep. With this one, they actually smoke them. Sick. They hang them up, they light a fire, and they smoke them. So all that wood smoke, that that flavor, gets into the leaves, and you can instantly smell it. Gets infused, baby. And I've oh I've oh, always heard of these. God. I've always seen these. I never actually uh, smoked one. So thank you. But I also like how it's. It has two different uh, yeah. color wrappers. The, yeah. the, you know, the one on the half of the cigar is kind of a little bit lighter than the top of the cigar. Then it's got the pigtail on top, and it just just smells like... Oh, it smells so good. Like a nice open fire. And when you're smoking these, if you ever do get your hands on one, make sure it's the last cigar of the night, or you're not going to smoke a cigar afterwards because... Yeah, because it's uh, 8 o'clock at night, and uh, we're recording right now, so we had to make sure it's not... Uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, because you're not going to taste any. If you have another cigar after this, you're not going to taste it no. at all. So, great stick. I think it's going to pair really well with this I Kentucky think so bourbon. Too. So, why don't we uh, crack open that bottle, light these bad boys up, and we'll be right back. Let's get to it. 
We haven't said it in a while. This is where we're going to spark it up, talk it out, and burn it down. Let's go. So now, here we go. Yeah, this literally tastes like I'm in God's country on a ranch about to take the shoes off a horse. This is God's country. Shout out to Blake Shelton. Great song. Um, It is a great song. This reminds me of, like, so at my house upstate in Delhi, which I always talk about. Great house. Great house. Uh, every year they have... Hoppa! Ooh. Every year. Oh. Unfortunately, not this year because... Uh, COVID. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, you want to drink the drink the little bit of water that's in there? Or you want to leave nah, it? Leave it in there. Right. Get a little, little water taste. Um, so every year they have something called the county fair. It's a week-long fair. And um, it smells like you're just walking through the county fair. You're seeing all the cows and the barnyard animals. That's what this this that's what this brings me back to. Oh, uh, it's and what's weird it's is crazy. that we did on the cold draw. It was a little spicy on the cold draw. Oh, yeah. And I was not expecting that. Didn't smell like it was going to be like that. Obviously, it smells like barnyard. But a little barnyard spice, which I never came across before. Ooh. Ooh, I just got like a little. What the hell was that? Oh, God, that's good. All right. So, my man, cheers to hear it. the motherfucking burn down. Yo, the motherfucking burn. Yo, cheers to over one year the burn down, all the success and the cool times and the cool experiences brought us. And shout out to all the people out there, out there, and in here that are listening, that are watching. Thank you guys for everything. Because without you, this wouldn't be as fun. This is great. Cheers. Oh, nice little bite. It's not overpowering. No, it's very uh, syrupy. Very syrupy. Not overpowering at all. I got a cut in my mouth too. Oh, you cleaned that bad boy out. Oh, I that's just getting, felt it. That's getting cleaned out. Ooh, I just felt it go right. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. done. Oh, so uh, last episode we did it at the end because we forgot. But since this is a new segment that we're trying to incorporate into the episodes, boom. Justin's time to talk about the quote of the day. So, quote of the day. Here we go. Quote is, and this is from a book by David Schwartz called The Magic of Thinking Big. Capacity is a state of mind. How much we can do depends on how much we think we can do. Bang. Verbatim. That was perfect. Verbatim. Capacity is a state of mind. How much we can do depends on how much we think we can do. Absolutely. So basically, and I, I wrote about it a little bit more in that description, is the only limits we have are the ones we place on ourselves. Yes, sir. Right? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. People always think, you know, they think that they can't do um, as much or they're overwhelmed. They're like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's too much, too much. Well, obviously, you can't. You just keep telling yourself that you can't do it. But if you tell yourself, no, I can, or how can I do this, then you're going to be able to do it. Yeah, man. It's only the limits that you put on yourself. You can accomplish so much more if you tell yourself that you can accomplish more. 100%. Because just think about this. Everybody gets the same 24 hours in a day. 
Everybody. No matter who you are on the face of this earth, you get the same 24 hours a day. So how come some people can achieve so much more and such greatness than other people when they both had the same 24 hours? Here comes a Justin rant. You know what I'm saying? 100%, no, I agree, man. That was actually kind of the end of my rant. Oh, really? I thought you were just <laughs> no, but, started. But it, but it strikes up a good point. It's like, how come these, you know, certain people can achieve so much with the same 24 hours? Just a matter of priority, yeah. discipline, and just putting yourself out there. I mean, a lot of stuff, uh, you know, that I've done, it wouldn't have never came into place if I just didn't try. Mm-hmm. I mean, put the, po- the podcast, for example. I mean, we didn't know what the hell we were doing with a podcast. We didn't know anything about video recording, video editing. You had a little bit of background with the with the software, with audio yeah. and and some video, but but really, we didn't really know how to do anything with podcasts. And we just said, you know what, fuck it, man. We got two brains. We put a man on the moon. We can at least try. If it doesn't work out, at least we said we did something. But come on, man. I mean, I hate I hate just saying that you can't do it. Because it's just a matter of time. It really is a matter of priority of time. Um, you know, everyone's busy. Everyone's got a million things to do. But if it's really important to you, you'll find time to do it. Yeah. If it's important, you'll figure out a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. You know, like people find... Bam! Second quote. Yeah, boom. <laughs> people find ways to go to the gym in the morning. People find ways to fit their loved ones, their friends into their busy schedule. Like, for me, I wake up... At 4.30, and I go to the gym at 5 o'clock just because during the end of the day, I got other things to do. I got, I have friends, family, a girlfriend, everyone, you know, other extracurricular activities that need to be done and people that need to be seen and loved and all that good stuff. And you don't want the gym, I don't want the gym at 7 o'clock at night to come in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather wake up super early, get to the gym, crank it out, have a good start to my day and just do it. And it's like, it's along the lines of, of um, Andy Frisella had talked about his power list where um, on his 75 hard um, yes. thing that he was doing, where he talks about the power list, write down five critical tasks that you need to do in order to get closer to the, uh, the goals that you, that you have. And after the task, you write down the same task every single day until it becomes a habit. Yep. So for instance, let's say it's... Um, one of the tasks is posting a social media. Let's say you want to grow your social media. You got to post to social media every single day. You put that as your task. Okay, day one, you, you, you did it. Day two, you did it. Day three, you did it, right? After the course of three weeks, after 21 days, it should become a habit because that's about what they say, 21 yeah. days to make or break a habit. So now after 21 days, that's become a habit and you no longer have to think about doing it. It's just part of your daily routine. So now you erase that task and you replace it with something else, right? And now you replace Building it blocks. with, let's say you replace it with networking on social media. Go into other people's accounts with networking. Do the same thing. So now you keep doing this. And after the course of six months, you've now had five, six, seven tasks that have become a habit, replaced with something else, become a habit. So now, six months ago, you you weren't doing any of these. And now six months later, six of them are habits that are just into your daily routine. And now you're accomplishing six times more than you were in the same amount of time. Right? So it's a matter of planning out your day. I find that if you plan out your day... You won't waste time. And I mean, take a day. People that are listening, people that are watching, take a day, okay? And the day before, plan out, like in blocks. Okay, from 9 to 10, I'm going to do emails. From 10 to 11, I'm going to work out. From 11 to 12, I'm going to meal prep. From 12 to 1, I'm going to do social media. Like, block it out. You'd be amazed how much, see how much you get done that day. Yeah. You'll get so much done 
And then you'll look at the previous day, and be like, how the? Why am I not doing this all the time? So, and it's, and it depends on what it is. But typically, most like a lot of the tasks take maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the, again, posting a picture to Instagram does not take an hour. I mean, to, to like social media now is a habit for me. Like, I don't post. I used to post every single day. I've been doing it for the last th- over three years. It's a, definitely a habit of mine. I used to do it every single day, but. Now I'm getting to the point where it's like, all right, maybe I'll do it three or four times a week, but it's I still every day I'm like, should I post today? Should I post today? Should I You're post today? on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or even going back with like, um, you know, writing uh, like your goals and affirmations and stuff like that. I always like doing that and I would get into little stints of doing it for a couple of days and then I would forget it. But now the last month or two months or so, no, maybe since, no, since like May, um, it's a habit now. Like I don't do it every day. I at least do it three or four times a week. But every morning, I'm like, all right, Mike, uh, it's whatever. You think about it. 7.30, I'm like, all right, do I got 15, 20 minutes to, to take time to do this? Yes, I do. All right. If I don't, all right, I'll, I'm have to make sure I do it tomorrow because I date everything. So you'll see mm-hmm. my date, September 20th, yeah. September 21st, September 23rd, 25th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but these are little, you know, just little things I incorporate. Um, and even like editing podcasts is a habit now. Like You just figure what you... You got to just fit it into your day, right? Like you said, if it's important, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. And it's gonna and it's gonna be a little awkward because it's for different your, for your schedule. Yeah, right. Because when we first started a little podcast, it consumed a lot of my time, and it reflected on time with friends, girlfriend, family, and I felt bad. But I I, I was like, well, this is something I need to do. Now I consider it a skill, where I know how to do video. I know how to do edit video editing. I know all the stuff that comes with it. So something like a video that used to take me maybe a week, five days, takes me a day, a day or two. You know, like, it's like that. So now I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I know I can make create. If I can shoot a podcast, I know I can do it in a maximum of two days. I know how to do everything. Now I have time to do something else. It's a matter of just. It's a matter of the way you you know the way that you look at it. Just if you really want to do it, you'll figure out a way. Look, if, like I said, take your day. People always say I don't have the time. I was. Back when I was doing like a fitness a fitness page, people would always say, I don't have the time to meal prep. So I actually did it. I cooked food for an entire week, four meals a day mm-hmm. in less than a half an hour. Yeah. Now, it wasn't, people was like, well, how do you, it wasn't, I wasn't cooking gourmet meals. I wanted to cook a meal that was healthy, that would keep for the week, mm-hmm. and I needed four meals a day. So it's like you cook chicken and beef with rice and broccoli. And put yeah. it and done. And it was the thirty minutes. And I, I posted it. and I said, "You have the time. You're just lazy, and you don't want goes, to." Uh, dude, I make lunch every day. I'm not the type of guy that buys lunch every day. Another habit of mine. I make lunch almost every night before I go to work. When I go into the office, sometimes I work from home or if I'm traveling. But I always make lunch if I'm going outside my house. And it's it's, it's easy. It's not hard. <laughs> it takes fifteen minutes. I even make Max. lunch. I, you know, my girlfriend's very busy, so some, most of the time I'm making lunch for her too as well. Um, she's a little bit easier because she doesn't eat, you know, she doesn't eat as much as I do. But I make lunch for me and her maybe a half hour if I'm like, if I'm kind of like going slow. But and the I'm, longest part of that is if you have to cook rice because it takes 20 minutes. Yeah. It's legit. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, you'll find a way. People just look at your, your daily schedule and look at the places that you're wasting time. People say, Oh, I don't have time to start a side hustle. But then they come home from work and they sit on the couch for four hours and binge watch Netflix. It's like, listen, you sleep for eight hours. 
Okay. If you sleep for eight hours, let's say you work for nine, right? Let's say it's eight hours a day and it's a half an hour commute there. So that's 17 hours. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go to the gym for an hour is 18 hours. Let's say you spend two hours with your family. That's 20 hours. Now you've gotten work, sleep, family, and gym. And you still have four hours left. What are you doing with those other four hours? What are you doing? Agreed, man. You know what I'm saying? There, there's time in the day. You just got to figure it out. There's something wrong with my brain because my uh, my girlfriend's always like, you always need to be doing something. Like, it's weird. Yeah. If I'm sitting if I'm sitting home on the couch doing nothing, it's I feel a little awkward. I'm not saying that I need, like, I'm some crazy person, you know, that no, needs to do anything. It's just, but that's just how my mind works. It's like, all right. What could I be doing? Could I be could I be learning something else? Should I be doing something else so I don't have to do it next week? You don't like wasting time. Yeah, and yeah. that's how I've always been in school. In school, if I had a project to do in the end of the year, if I had a, or if a project was due at the end of the month, I would just do it in the first month or the first two weeks. That way, I know the second half of the month I can just chill and not have to worry about mm. it. I was never that type of guy that said, "Oh shit, my 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 project or or the this report is due tomorrow. I have to do it now." I'm always Head of the curve. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm fucking with you, man. Just find the freaking time. Just fucking make time, man. And to go off of that, what was the what was the quote again? Capacity is a state of mind. What we what we what we can do depends on what we think we can do. Or so how much this, we can do. This depends. leads us into our next talking point is that we thought we could do this. So we fucking did it. We did it and it happened. Our boy, Bert. Mother effing Kreischer. I'm the machine! I am the machine! Let's go! Let's fucking go. So. The machine. The machine. We. Hey, big boy. Hey, big boy is right. Because. Bert fucking Kreischer. We're a huge fan of him. For people who don't know who Bert Kreischer is, he's a very, very popular comedian. He's in the realm of Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Joey Diaz. Just look up the machine. Look up I Am the Machine. He's got a great skit. It's probably it's probably my favorite um, joke that he's got. Favorite skit. Yeah. But so we found. So Eric found. So I, I have to give kudos to my brothers, my two younger brothers who are even more avid Bert Kreischer. They're huge into all those guys. Like I just named Tom Segura, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan. They're huge into those guys. And he, he uh, my brothers came to me one day and said, and I knew Bert Kreischer was a cigar guy. Like he has a couple yeah. of videos on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to get a cigar, this, that, and third. So my brothers messaged me and they said, yo, or talk to me, you need to send cigars and some like uh, vodka. Or, send a gift box. Or He's a, like, you need to or, send or some, some stuff to him. Yeah. yeah. You need to send him a gift package because uh, on his Instagram, he always shouts out small businesses that send him stuff and he tries to help promote a little small business. And I go done let's deal. fucking do it so justin and i we gathered some cigars we got about i don't know eight nine ten cigars put it in a bag bought two little i don't know what would you call them like uh pipe uh pints pints of johnny walker or no half bottles 375s i think yeah, they that's were what it, was. it was about this big yeah 375 um johnny walker black and johnny walker gold put it in a box 10 cigars couple cubans I don't know, Fuentes in there. Uh, I can't even remember what was in there, but they were good ass cigars. Oh yeah, we didn't. No, we didn't send them no cheap shit. No, no, no. No, we went into the we went to the good shelf. Yeah, I mean, went to the good drawer. <laughs> I mean, how do you how can you make an impact on someone by sending them? Eh. So uh, we sent it to him on my brother's birthday, actually, which was September uh, August twenty seventh, and then what was it Sunday? I right. was at so I was going to my niece's christening. 
And I was just coming home from grocery shopping. I was in the car and it popped up on my phone. Burt Kreischer mentions you in her story. And I, I damn near lost. I was like, holy fucking shit. So I immediately called up Eric. I'm like, you got it, dude. It, it, he shouted us out. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, Burt Kreischer got the package. And he shouted us the fuck out. Not just the burn down. He tagged the burn down. He tagged Brother Cigar. He tagged Dapper Cigar. And like Justin said, I damn nearly lost you know, my... Damn, drove off the road. <laughs> I was like, I was driving with my girlfriend and I was like, let's fucking go. Dude, you should ask, ask Kelly and Alex because they were in the car with me because like I said, we were going to the christening. We had just left the church actually, and we were going to the to the venue. And they goes, they said, "You were like a little girl." He said, "They said you were so excited." Me, they're like, "Justin, you were so excited when you were talking to Eric." They said, "I was getting." She goes, "I was getting pumped up for you because of how jacked up you were." We were fucking hyped. I was hyped. so excited, and I wanted to watch it because I was driving home. I had f- fucking three hundred dollars worth of groceries in my car. And I had to bring them up to my apartment. Bring and, them up, bring them up. Yeah, I had to get there. So um, I was like, I was like, all right, Mar- I was like, Maris, let's. I'll run the. I'm like, you go into the apartment. I'll, I'll bring all the stuff. You just unload. And she goes, I know you're super excited. Just unload the car. Call Justin and just watch the video. And I'll just see you in 20 minutes or whatever. And I was like, deal. So every time <laughs> I would, I'd go, I'm only on the first floor. So I'd go up one flight of stairs. I'm like, should I watch it? Should I watch it? No, 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 no. Get the bags, get the bags, get the bags, get the bags, bring them up. Go, should I watch? Just watch one second. Just look. No, don't ruin it, Eric. Don't you ruin it. And don't and, you fucking ruin it, man. I finally got it. And I was like, like a little girl. I was like, <laughs> so sick. So sick. And then not even on top of that, which was already cool. We messaged him. Saying, hey, man, you know, we're glad you'd like the package. Um, and in the video, he said, well, let's play the video right here, actually. Now, this is a podcast. Who knows how to get my attention? They sent me a bag of fucking amazing cigars and some Johnny Walker. Yeah, let's podcast. And he goes... Now, this is a podcast that knows how to get my attention. And at the last thing he says is, let's podcast. So I was like, home. So, so we, we reached out. Yeah. We, so, we, so I messaged him and he said, listen, like, glad you like the package. Um, we hope you enjoy the smokes. I mean, that we sent him a quad say. We said, that's one of our favorite Cubans. We love that. Hope you enjoy the smokes. Would love to have you on the show. You can light one of those bad boys up, crack open one of those bottles of Johnny Walker. I was like, it would be a blast. So, and sure as shit. Let's see, and I'll tell you verbatim what he said to us. So where was on the burn down? He, he messaged us, correct? So hold on. So I'll tell you exactly. And this wasn't and this wasn't even like the plan. We just wanted to. We found out that he was a cigar guy. Yeah. And that he essentially, you know, he shouts out some businesses. So we're like, you know what? Let's hook this guy up. He's a big cigar guy. Uh, we know that he's into podcasting as well. Let's hook him up with some some gifts, right? We follow him. Maybe maybe he'll shout us out. So. After shouting us out, we're like, that was, you know, listen, Bert, if you're watching this, thank you so much for that shout out. That was, I mean, it was amazing. The we were starstruck. It was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoy the package. And he could have ended it there. And we would have been so, forever grateful. So we messaged him at 2.30 on that Sunday. He's in California. So six hours passed. He responds. I'm swamped this week. Just what wrapped up a TV show and I'm headed back on tour. But we can make it happen. Boom. 
Then he gave Bruh. your boy the follow. Bruh. So now I can say Bert Kreischer follows the burn down and your boys. Let's fucking go. Are you kidding me? Let's fucking go. So, coming in an episode in the future. Whenever. Whenever. We have no idea when it's going to happen because this is, again, this is You can imagine he's super news. busy. He just came out with a whole new Netflix series. But we are going to have Burt Kreischer on the Burndown Podcast. Believe that, homeboy. Believe that. So, again, Burt, if you're watching this, we're going to send this to you and hopefully you are watching this. Thank you so much for the shout out. We are super stoked to have you on the podcast. Whenever we have to make it happen, if it's a fucking year out, I will I drop care. whatever I'm doing. We're going we're gonna to make it happen. Uh, we hope you enjoy the smokes in the meantime. Um, and shout out and to yeah, Tyler man. and Kyle, my brothers, for yes. giving us the idea. Yes. You guys were the reason why I made it happen. Awesome. Awesome. Sick. That was sick. It's, it's, it was very, very cool. Very cool. So cool. Bert fucking Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> I am the machine. And dude, I mean, he's got 1.5 million followers. She leaned in. He leaned in so close. I can smell her Morgan cigarette. <laughs> I fucking love it. So funny. He's got 1.5 million followers and... You know, you hear stories about people getting reposted and they get like, I woke up the next day and I had a kajillion followers. I mean, we got- We had like a hundred. Yeah, almost a hundred. I mean, the follows were coming in on the Burn Down podcast and then the Dapper and Brother got some residual ones, but the Burn Down got the most. And at one point on the notification page, it was just follow, 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 follow. And I wanted to take a, a screen record of it, but I forgot. But it was wild. It was very fucking cool. So, so cool. Bert, cheers to you, brother. Thank you very much for that. My man, the machine. The machine. Cheers to you. Uh, anyway, so that happened. <laughs> um, fuck. What? Uh, what was I going to say? I had something else to tell. I had something else to say, but it's on a more downer slope, so I'm not bringing the high vibes down right no, now. No, fuck that. We don't have no. fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Yeah. Fuck this bitch. This is Russia. The Russian mafia mafia skit is one of my favorite ones. Fucking love it. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen that one, just Google or YouTube Russian mafia Bert Kreischer. Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Oh, my God. Um, My two gangsters, Igor and Igor. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's such a good clip, man. Anyway. um, Man. Who else? Um, So, on a different note, with cigars... Shout out to our boy and fellow guest, Cigar Culture. Cigar get our, our fellow guest of the Burn Down Podcast, our boy Adrian, aka the Cigar Culture, releasing his newest cigar. Yeah, it was on Half Wheel. The Cigar Culture Numero Tres. Number three. Number three, baby. Which we've smoked on this podcast first. Before uh, he even released it. Uh uh. Hello. He's got one. I brought it on the party here. So we smoked it while we interviewed a- um, Adrian, and there it is. That's that's the before the that's the official. Go back to episode forty eight and watch us smoke these because he sent us these. Wow, you know the episode? Yeah. Did you look it up before we film? I swear, I, no, I didn't. I just remember because I edited it, and I don't know why I remember forty eight. Wow. I'm pretty sure it's forty eight. Fact. Let's yeah. fact check. Fact check that but, bitch. But uh, yeah, this is. The new, uh, the number three, Toro fifty by sixty cigar culture, fifty um, by sixty. What I say, fifty by sixty is what you said. Oh, fifty well, by that's 60. a damn big cigar. That's a fifty by. That's a girthy that thing. That's a girthy move. Nothing out here. But uh, yeah, this cigar on the podcast when we smoked around was fucking was delicious. Wow. Uh, 
<laughs> in the words of Eric, that cigar was wow. But uh, what I like more, what I like most about it, as you guys know, I'm I'm all about the packaging. Mm. The cigar label and the package that it comes in, I believe it comes in either five or ten. The label looks nice. I, I even comment. I wrote to him. I DM'd him. I said, yeah, the label looks good. That's the same thing here. I, I said, dude, the packaging looks phenomenal. But um, it, it looks sick. So shout out to Adrian. Congratulations, brother, on the on the final release on that, which was dope. Um, let's see. I just want to make sure I'm fact I'm fact checked right Fact check that. Right bro. quick. No. Right quick. Hit, do, hit, hit right quick. Hit right quick. By the way, there's larceny. Is wow. <laughs> Let's see here. COVID nineteen quarantine playlist. <laughs> we got the cigar culture, which is here right here. Let's see which one it is. Oh, oh forty seven. Oh, 40, forty eight was George Labota, the Gents Lounge. That's a big dude. Thirty eight likes on YouTube though. From that's a good oh, episode. Mm. Good episode. So yeah, that was fun. That was a. That was the one where we did like the the this or that. We tried, we tried whipping that, that out. That, yeah, that was pretty fun. Now we'll kind of bring it back on a different, lighter note. Is this gonna be? A, are you gonna be a Debbie Downer right nah, now? Fuck that! I want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't bring the episode down, man. We nah. we we high right. We way up here. Don't bring it. Well, down. keep it up. Cause I'm running. I'm running out. I need keep it fucking up. Keep keep the what is it? Keep what are the Sopranos? What does he say? I don't know. Uh, you mean uh, to tell me? No. Yeah. I come here, go home, fuck your sister, come back. I'm first in line. I think he calls it the arc. No. He goes, what happened to my arc, Tony? I missed my arc. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, Christopher Maltasanti. That's when, that's like the first season, I think. He, uh, he shoots the, the Baker boy because he's waiting in line all day and this, this big dude, um, comes in and, and cuts in front of him and he's like, oh, he's, he's waiting in line. And he came out of nowhere and he's like, so you telling me I can, <laughs> I can get out of here. Go home, fuck your sister, come back, I get in the front of the line the next day. Oh, so I could go out, fuck your sister, come back Saturday, I go to the front of the line? Classic. And he's like, what's wrong with you, man? Classic. That is so classic. That's a good clip. You might have to. We haven't, we haven't really dropped the clips. Drop the clip. Uh, you know, clips are always good. I realized the, 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 few, the first couple, like not the first couple, but maybe like the first... 10, 20 episodes, we abused the clips a lot. We did. We threw a lot of clips in there. We, you know, working out the kinks. Yeah, working out the kinks, man. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how it worked. Got to work them out. So, you know, just like we said, you know, you never know until you just, you try it. I, I've been, I've been trying to think about what I wanted to talk about. This was like fucking 20 minutes ago. Remember, I was like, oh, I had something to say and I couldn't remember what it was. And I'm I've been still trying to fucking figure it out and I couldn't, I can't figure it out. Should we pause this right now so I can think of it and then we'll come back? Pause it. Be right back. Pause it. All right. So we're back and I figured out what I wanted to talk about. You thought of it. I thought of it, right? You uh, thunk it. You thunk I it. I thunk it. And it was actually a video that you sent me um, and it was fucking great. And there's two. And then a video I sent to you back with the same, with the same uh, guy. Um, but saw this video of this guy. Title this email. Title this email. <laughs> Title of this email. Um, so this video of this guy, I believe it's uh, Ray Cash. Ray Cash Care. Ray Cash Care. Yep. Now, the people you don't know from where he's from. Give him a background of Ray Cash, yeah. So he was in the military. I forgot what position, but he had a high-ranking level position in the military. He was a Navy SEAL, a U.S. Army yes, Ranger. Yes, yes, yes. One of those high-ranking. Yep. 
and he was on a show on the History Channel called The Selection, which mm. I've talked about a few times. They, showed, he, he, they talked about uh, blackout blackout dives. Like when they, yes. when they do the diving test and they black out, but they don't really drown. Yes. Yeah. So he was one of the guys on the show. There was like eight different military veterans that on part of the show. And the show was 100 regular people like me and you, and they go into budge training. And I think buds is... Um, no, what is it? Is it budge training? It's something. It's training for Navy SEALs, it's right? It's underwater demolition something. It, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like the high, high, high training. And it's like last man standing kind of thing? You don't fall, you don't go to sleep for like 40, like you get, for, it's like. You get put through hell. I think it's a week, it's a week straight. It's seven days or five days and you get put through all these tests under minimal sleep. And, um, yeah, so the, the, the show, the selection is just, it weeds out all the people and it's kind of like a last man standing. A few people finish it, but it was like out of a hundred, I think two, three, or four people finished it. But Ray Cash Carroll was one of the uh, the hosts, and he's pretty big on social media. And uh, uh, my buddy, who I work with, uh, is a huge fan of him, and uh, he would talk to him. On, and he's very responsive on Instagram. He goes live all the time. Yeah. I follow him, and uh, he would talk to him all the time. He's like, "Oh, I you know. I talked to Ray Cash. He sent he, he sends you voice messages on the DMs. That's cool. That's cool." And uh, my buddy actually sent him one of his workout. He was part of a workout like uh, team for like CrossFit, and he sent him a shirt, shouted him out. He's a cool guy, and uh, so that's the that's the background behind Ray Cash Care. And I'll and I'll follow up after Justin talks about this. Yeah. So he so he sent me a video, and it's funny because I saw the video prior to him sending it to me, um, but I saw it through like a repost, so I didn't see the original. He sent me the original. But it's a video of this guy Ray Cash Care hanging out with John Daly, and, that, and, and not only them two, but you know who's recording it? Um, uh, I did, and I remind me, Kid Rock. Kid Rock was recording, yes, because he says he's like, yeah, he, to, he he says Kid Rock in the video. Kid Rock, Ray Cash Care, yeah, 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 John Daly, huge rock star, rock star in the fucking military, badass motherfucker. And John Daly, a badass star on the golf course. Badass rock star on the golf course. So the video was they're hanging out, hammered. And um, John Daly, he's like, y'all hits a golf ball, but he has Ray hold up a tee in his mouth and he puts the ball on and John Daly hits the ball out. But the best part about it was Ray's laying laying down, he puts the tee, he's like, how do I hold it? Just hold like that, right? So then John Daly puts the ball and he's like, all right. He's like, you're just going to feel like a little little breeze. And he just fucking swings. Like, no practice, nothing. <laughs> just swings, picks the ball clean, crushes it. And Ray's like, holy fuck, John. I'm going to give me a little bit of a warning, John. Like, Yeah, hold it with your teeth. Hey, oh, that's beautiful, man. This is not a motherfucking little thing for me right here now. Huh? It's only going to hit a little whisker. How about that, huh? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. He didn't move it in. Holy fuck. Didn't move it in. You could have given me some fucking warning. Holy fuck, John. Jesus Christ. That's how you get a seal nervous. Holy. I just pissed my pants, man. Holy fuck. And I grabbed my cigarette. And I grabbed my cigarette. Holy fuck. Here, I'll help you up, bro. That was yeah, that was amazing. Come on. Holy shit. Is that the first time I ever got a seal nervous? Huh? Holy Whoa. fuck. Yeah, I turn around. It's his phone. <laughs> yeah, John Daly, Kid Rock. That was fucking epic. Thank you, guys. Holy fuck, dude. I go, dude, what a savage. And John's like, and now that's how you that's how you scare a U.S. You know, Navy SEAL or Marine. Dude, or, no warning, yeah. nothing. Just like, all right, just stay right there. You're going to feel a little breeze. Bang. And he's like, holy fuck, John. Dude. Classic. That was awesome. And he was like, yeah, he's like, that's how you scare a Marine. Fucking and love He's like, it. I kind of shit my pants. But you know what? Funny thing. Ray Cash Care, you know what I had in his hand? 
had a cigar. Yes, he did. He picked up a cigar from the golf course and was smoking it. And mm-hmm. that's another thing. I've seen him smoke cigars, and I've messaged him a few times about it. But um, so following up about Ray Cash Carol on Instagram, I posted that video and I tagged him, and he DM'd me, and he was like, he was like, oh man, you know, I'm still pay- still something for like pain, you know, uh, you know, paying I, for it for that. Yeah, drinking. I'm still paying for it. He's like, I don't know what kind of decisions I was making. I was boozing all day with not, nine a.m. since John Daly, and I was like, man, who know, who really makes any good decisions like drinking all day? And then he responds with a voice message. Like you can hear he's in the car and he's like, Yeah, this ba 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 and uh it was just funny. And then the, the hours later he posted a video, he's smoking a Davidoff. So I messaged him again, like, Oh, Davidoff, nice cigar. He's like, Yeah, it's a good cigar. So who knows? Maybe we can try and get Ray Cash Care on the podcast. Dude, who knows? He, I but think- I sent you I sent you a video back because it reminded me of John Daly. And I'm like, dude, John, what a savage. Fucking Beast. hashtag legend, right? Yeah. So I remember seeing a video of John Daly, he was doing an interview. Um, and talk about fucking like absolute boss move. Talk about thug life, right? He's on the interview and he's like, it's amazing where I would go, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20 footer I looked at. What a fucking savage. He goes, every, I'm breaking course records. I'm drunk, barefoot. Come on. Who does that? How do you do that? He, and he was, it was Grizz. You ever see the video of him golfing shirtless? shirtless no. sunglasses no shoes no right and he's, he's like comes on the golf course he's like i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna hit it this way blah, blah. just lines up bang crushing like that's how it's done drunk crazy. shirtless barefoot crazy <laughs> savage he's, he's a man savage. and what's crazy is that he would actually drink and smoke during like yeah you see him with cigarettes tournaments, on the golf course. during yeah. tournaments he'd be hammered there's a famous picture that my father loves actually it's a picture of john daly like on the green like he just finished a putt, or he's about to putt, and then there's a naked dude running across the green, and it says 19th hole, and he has an arrow pointing to his ass, <laughs> and uh, it's a hilarious picture, and uh, that's something that reminds me of John Daly, but it just that just goes, that's just his mantra, like that picture explains John Daly, you know what I mean? It's hilarious. Is savage, absolutely so, savage. Hilarious, hilarious. But imagine, dude, imagine hanging out, imagine being with those three guys, Kid Rock, Ray Cash Care. And John Daly, the stories between the three of those oh. dudes, oh. you can, you, I'd be a hundred probably listening to every single one of their stories. They probably have crazy, crazy stories. I don't even know how they got together. Sometimes the best stories come out over a cigar and a, and a drink, man. That's right, man. Shit. So. Shit. Shit. But yo, it's been, this has been a good episode. It's yeah. been fun. We're going to finish these cigars. Okay. But before we send you guys off, we got to send you off the right way. And that is. The quote of the day. The quote of the day. Now it's my turn to say it. So, Eric, why don't you send them off with the quote of the day. Of the day. All right, ladies and gents, people watching, people listening, to end the quote of the day. Capacity is a state of mind. How much we can do depends on how much we can think we can do. Bang. Boom. Capacity is a state of mind. How much we can do depends on how much we think we can do. And and with that, that's the episode. That's the episode. So thank you guys for watching. If you like this episode, hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button right below. And hit that little bell to turn on the notifications and get notified whenever we post a new video. Now, follow us. Follow the Burn Down. Follow the Burn Down Academy. Follow the Dapper Cigar. Follow Brother Cigar. You won't be disappointed. We, pr- we provide some pretty good stuff. We're pretty cool guys. We're pretty cool guys. 
So, till next time, check us out. Email us. Any questions, anything you guys want to talk about, we're always open. Burndown.mail at Gmail. DM us. And then uh, from then on out, till next time. Salute. Prost. Prost.